Well, another beautiful day in Canada. Can't complain. Snow's gone. Lots of heat. Lots of fucking torrential frog-sized raindrops that happen um, every summer in Ontario due to the disgusting Congo-like humidity. Um, yeah, just a couple of things. I guess I guess uh, I was just thinking about some shit. I'm like, God damn it, man. We're in a fucking trade war. Who would have thought that when you woke up this morning? Hey, trade war time. A trade war sounds fucking pretty brutal, and, and it can get there. Um, it, it basically means more prices for you folks and myself when you go try to buy something. Um, you know, uh, the United States just levy by tonight, by the beginning of tomorrow, they just they'll levy a percentage on um, our steel, which is ninety percent. They import ninety percent steel from uh, Canada <laughs> and aluminum. And uh, 11% tariff on aluminum. So it's uh, Trump's little way of saying, hey, work on NAFTA and we'll put those away. Right? Because he has a clause, <laughs> which is fucking brilliant. It shows you how how far, so, like, uh, and later in, the, later in my talk here, in my little rant, I'll show you how far America's fallen. Right? So his whole point is that he is under... Uh, under stipulation of, of a law passed that gave a lot more executive power to um, to the government in the United States, the Canada has now been a country flagged as a threat to the American economy. Okay, which basically says America, Canada, uh, is a sort of uh, terrorist state. Okay, <laughs> put it any way you want, sugarcoat it any way you want. That's literally what they said okay wow now who would have thought that right since canada and the united states have been open only one excursion across the border when uh america tried to come up here and fuck us fuck us fuck us up and uh we kicked their ass went down and uh burnt the white house down that's what canada does canada Can canadian people are fucked in the head okay that's that's uh that's a known fact. We are hardcore motherfuckers. You take those guys, you take our soldiers to war, and they're fucking hard drinking, hard fucking hard fighting people. All right, that's what Canada does. Everybody thinks we're Mister Nice Guy. Everybody says we're just little pushovers. No, we're not pushovers. We just we just wait for a ton to strike. We're like cobras, <laughs> little fucking rapper, little fucking pythons around you and fucking choke you out. But the the thing is, is that uh, so what's what's the prime minister? And everybody says, hey, prime, you know Trudeau, I back Trudeau, man. I fucking love the guy. I don't give a shit what he does. He can do no wrong. I don't give a fuck. And and fuck everybody who says he's a piece of shit. He he's entitled. He's he's wealthy. Comes from a well-to-do family. God damn it, he's got great hair. Okay, what else do you want? You want fucking fucking uh, that Ford dude <laughs> in Ontario politics? Who's running for premier? Might get in. I can't remember his first name. I just know his brother was the biggest fucking crackhead in Canada. So who, who gives a shit? You know, apple doesn't fall from the shit tree, as Larry used to say. So here we got the prime minister. He's he looks so downtrodden and sorry. He's just like, I didn't know. What I don't get what happened. Like I was talking to them, they were loving me because what's not the love? You know, 
And uh, they, I called them up and said, hey, you know, NAFTA looks like it's fucking getting settled up. I'd like to come down and we can finalize it all sitting at the table and get her done. They're like, yeah, come on down. Then he gets a call back and he goes, well, only if you have a sunset clause in your in the in the contract there for NAFTA. Now, what a sunset clause is that they would be renegotiating it again in five years. Okay, who the fuck wants to renegotiate that in another five years? Because what it does is sets commodity markets down. It says fucking speculation into the markets. It costs money, and guess what, folks? Money costs some type some people jobs. Right, and your retirement your retirement goes down when these speculations get fucking thrown around, right? Because they're making money, the speculators are making money on you getting fucked. Okay, so I'm not gonna go into a big tirade, but that's basically what it is. So they they go, you're not gonna be able to make those payments, you're not gonna be able to do that, and then the speculators swoop in and take all the money. Right. So here you go, Canada for the first time. Right, terrorist organization. I'm not even sure. You'd have to check the guys who fucking drew, who fucking flew those uh, planes in the fucking the Empire State Buildings. I don't even know if Saudi Arabia was ever put on the fucking terrorist watch list. <laughs> Here's Canada, Alcoa, the biggest steel company in the United States, metal company in the United States, says. Their CEO, Canada is not the problem. The problem is China. The biggest union for metal in the States. Canada is not the issue. Our problems are with China. So your biggest problem is with China, right? The United States, Mr. Donald fucking duck face prick. Um, his policies are going to cost, cost them. And I'll tell you why, because he's not just doing it to one. If he just did it to Canada, we'd be shitting a bet even more. You know, steel workers down in steel cities all over Canada and where they where they produce these things, they're shitting a bed right now, right? That's most of their product being exported. Ninety percent of their products are exported to the United States, if you don't know that. And um they're gonna be shitting a bed. But what you gotta realize is that he's not open just that front there. He's open that front in Europe, and he's open that front in Mexico. And he's got some fucking shit brewing with China, right? And uh, I think they settled that up to a little bit to bring that bargain, to bring it back uh, to something of a normal trade, non-trade imbalance, but there's still a, a bit there on the Chinese end. Do you think that in Canada, Mexico, uh, the EU are just going to fucking sit there, pull down their pants? Oh man! As soon as, as soon as it happened, Trudeau—they've already expected this. Trudeau's like, "Yeah, we're gonna put dollar for dollar. What you fuck us over on dollars, we're gonna fuck you over on dollars." And the last time they did it was in two thousand two, right? When George Bush said, "Hey, I don't agree with this. We're gonna fucking bring back the steel workers' uh, jobs in the United States, and we're gonna put a tariff on EU steel." You know what happened? It didn't last too long. It was around 40% of the companies couldn't get steel, couldn't have found it hard or difficult to get it, putting about 19% of those companies on a backlog and putting out their product. It cost 200,000 jobs and did not revitalize the steel industry because the economy is so connected now that you can't just fucking become a central island out in the universe by yourself being big America, right? 
because it's not conducive to growth. And growth is the thing that markets look for, and growth is the thing that uh, investment comes from, it comes to, right? So they see big growth, then this happens. So what you have here is a situation in which this could definitely backfire because it's the worst choice that the man can make. And it's not just that. It was more like, and why Why the, if you go back and look at the premier, uh, the prime minister talking about today, you could see on his face going, okay, I know what I'm dealing with now. And he should have known what he's dealing with. You get like, they, they tried a very, very, very smart way of, uh, trying to build his ego up and whatnot, but the Hawks that are in there now, and there's nobody saying no, you can't, you can't operate with the United States like that. They're, they'll, they'll fucking eat you alive. They're, they're a bunch of fucking killers and they like, they, they fucking, they go to bed with a boner thinking about how can we fuck the rest of the world? Some of these dudes, you know? And so the prime minister was like, what's made me sick about this? You know, he did it in political jargon, but basically What's got me up at night and what's made me sick is that you think we're a fucking terrorist state. You're using a law and abusing it in your own country, right? You're abusing the law set out to actually defend yourself to make this law happen. Because if you wanted to really do it, you'd have to go to Congress and the, and the Congress doesn't back what he's doing. So he's doing it as a totalitarian move because the United States, as I said before, I'd get right to this point. The United States has set up more power into the hands of the fucking of of uh the president than has ever been or was ever intended for the president to have through presidential signings right so that they could just bypass congress if they wanted to and underneath uh certain stipulations right the only thing the president's supposed to be able to do is protect the borders right and make war Right, he's the chief and commander of war, and the Congress backs the purse and pays for the war. And how many presidents have gone to Congress for funding for the war? None, because they just have to say now with the laws that they've created that it's a terrorist state attacking it. Right, it's a FISA. Right, they go to a FISA court, they get the backing to go to war, and they just do it. It's all legal. And it's that's why you see so many fucking forays across because they didn't they couldn't do it thirty years ago forty years ago, so they fight all these little terrorist fucking things and now Canada's put on their watch list for terrorists because Trudeau left fucking I don't know how many ISIS fucking people back in what a bad move that was, all right? So you can see you can see United States point saying okay you got to shore up your borders because you're letting these idiots in we recommend you don't we said fuck you right but this is now what you see trade war. You know, and what's weird is Harper said we'd throw up the borders to everybody in the world and you see the dregs of society coming. I don't know about that, but to believe Stephen Harper was somewhat right makes me fucking want to pull my hair out. I, don't, I know I know that for sure. So that's what we're looking at now. So whatever, if you're wondering what that this is bad news, yes. How What, what can you do about it, gentle listener? I don't know. I'll tell you one thing you can do, one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to look for local product. That's it. You know, instead of going to grocery stores and buying fucking goddamn McDonald's, right? Or, or sorry, going to grocery stores and getting all your shit that's from America. Look for the Canadian option. Buy Canadian. Hurt them in the pocketbook. Hurt them bad, right? Hurt them fucking bad. If the stuff has a brand name, don't buy it. 
right? Go to Canadian stores, buy local, buy local, support your own economy. If that's how, that's the only way that um, this works, because it can't work forever. The world's too big and it's too interconnected, but it's the only way that it works for the interim, right? They need to feel the pain of what it's like to have a, a trade war. And the whole point of this is, uh, is to, to get more leverage in the NAFTA trade, the NAFTA agreement, uh, because that is the real deal. That's the one, and that's the clause that, uh, you know, Canada could simply fucking say, hey, we're not even fucking going to be in part of NAFTA, so do whatever you want. They could say that, basically. Um, and who knows where that would lead. But it, it gets you to thinking, if the United States, under this regime, okay, I'm calling it a regime because that's what it is, if the United States under this regime views Canada as a terrorist fucking country, right, or, or an economic terrorist country that could hurt their economy, what's it look at the rest of the world as? Right? All other G7 nations, what's it look like? Because we're all getting a little bit of a piece of the of the protectionism and fear-mongering and uh, social... Um, deviance that was behind his election and him getting in there. There was a group of people in the States that never get looked at. They're the old fucking breed of Americans and they're angry, right? And now everybody's tasting a little bit of their anger. And because he doesn't want anybody in there to say no to him anymore, he's gotten everybody that he does want that's willing to say yes, right? And the rest of the world's got to watch their back, man. That's that's basically what this is. This is like, you're doing this to your friends, man. You know, I'd hate to be your fucking enemy. Um, but I also know that what happened in 2002, which will be great egg on his face, unless it leads to something disastrous, uh, is that that trade war that they started with Europe over the same thing, ended very quickly when they started like i said they lost 200,000 jobs and the steel industry did not come back so there's george bush tucked his tail and got rid of all the, the tariffs on the imported metals so this could be long this could be short this could be the length of the nafta negotiations but um you have to you have to uh you have to put it to him that this guy, he's a hes a piece of work. He's a fucking slick piece of work, man. Um, and to abuse that power just shows you how far he's willing to go. How far he's literally willing to go to get what he wants and what he, he quote-unquote, made promises to people. You know? Um, doesn't bode well. So, uh, that's, that's all I got on that one. Um... And hopefully uh, we can get that sorted out and get back to some fucking normal so we can have some growth. Uh, keep keep Canada strong. Yeah, and uh, I guess there was a, another thing I was I wanted to just throw out there. It was just, I was reading uh, about this guy. I guess he was, um, he was a hardcore right-winger in England. And um, he left it to become, quote-unquote, um, to work with moderate Muslims. He was against Muslims. There was a number of rapes um, in England of uh, young ladies 
and teenagers by um, mostly Pakistani Muslim men, but they want to say that because that's who did it. Um, and he was upset about it. Uh, he went to the streets and he was part of a, a, a nationalist movement similar to the nationalist movement in France that, that was running for power. But this is more of a grassroots uh, build it up. But then, you know, then he had um, he had uh, skinheads, fascists started coming in and the protests started getting more violent. He didn't like the way it was going. So he left once again, wanted to work with apparently wanted to work with moderate Muslims to change uh, extreme Islam that he feared in the, in the EU that no one was discussing and people were just ignoring. Um, I don't live in the EU. I don't live in, sorry, not the EU, but in England. Uh, and I don't live in England. I'm not going to speak if this guy was good or bad. There's tons of people that say this guy was a big piece of shit and he got what he deserves. There's some people that are like, he's a hero. Uh, but I don't agree with is that he was, he was taken. I watched the whole video of him. Um, he talked shit to two people walking in who were going to get tried and they fucking wanted to punch him in the face bad, man. So he must be a real shit disturber. But uh, they took him. Police grabbed him, said he was disturbing uh, the peace or he was causing issues. And um, you didn't really see it um, from a video. So, but you know how videos work. You can't really make a judgment call on that. But what I didn't, what I found, what we found out was terrifying afterwards, right? That, you know, the, the state and the deep state itself and both like in the United States, Canada, um, especially in England, um, you know, they've got laws, man, that are fucking scary. Detention while holding you. Uh, with sorry, without telling you why, uh, they can disappear you, put you in a black site, you never fucking see the light of day. Guantanamo Bay shit. So this guy was he was caught up by the police, right? Apparently tried five hours in jail for thirteen months, and a blackout was put on the news agencies to not discuss him anymore. If that's not a country that doesn't want you to talk about a certain thing, I don't know what one is. <laughs> that's that's fucked, man that one of the citizens can get that could happen to, right? But here's the here's the part that here's the caveat. How come that wasn't done to mm, say the people he was saying were doing the evil things? Like for instance, it took a while for those rape charges to come up and the guys finally to get prosecuted. Or about there's a couple of uh extreme Muslims that are in England right now, uh who are you know, spouting basically it's like Hassan for ISIS, you know, um, and, and ca trying to cause fear in, uh, in England. How come those guys haven't been soaked up and fucking grabbed and thrown into the fucking dark of uh, a detention center they can never get out of? You know, if they're, if you're going to do it to him, and why aren't you doing it to them? That's all. Like, I can't, no one, no one here can just talk to you and say, well, that's not a that's not a right thing, and they're going to change it. The government's not going to change; it's going to protect its own power. That's all it does. It just protects power, its own, right? So, but my point is, why not do that to the extremes, the people that are extreme out there that are actually causing pain and hate and uh, destroying lives? Take those motherfuckers and throw them in the fucking dark too, because I can't say if this guy was good or bad or indifferent. But that's terrifying to know that normally it takes. Like I've dealt with somebody in. Uh, going through court, reading about his thing. It went on for fucking two and a half years. And this guy stole tons of money. You know? So that guy doesn't go to jail for two, two and a half years. Doesn't even get the fuck is he prison. Gets let, let go. And this guy here is outside talking shit. And just because 
these these the politicians are afraid to bring it up that um that they fucking they they get shouted down and this guy gets shut in a fucking hole for for 13 months man i don't know tell me i don't know tell me what you think man i i don't know um i wish there was more ways to comment on it but i know i just got a couple of listeners here and there um but yeah that's pretty terrifying though anyways um I hope uh, you like this podcast and a little food for thought there. Don't be uh, scared about anything. And, uh, you know, life is short, man. Uh, don't don't worry about these things. They, they too come to pass. All right? Take it easy, everyone.